I don't know what it is exactly. Aldebaran whiskey. Don't get between me and the blood wine! This is the good stuff. No, you two could drive a man to drink. Welcome to Drunk Trek, your weekly drunken Star Trek podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Chris. I'm Caitlin. I'm Matthew. <laughs> what's happening right now? <laughs> I'm Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> Sometimes we switch it up. I wanted to do that. <laughs> well, switched up accomplished. So, <laughs> uh, Welcome. We're in the middle of our five-part Q series here at Drum oh, Trek. Honest. Which is a lot of alcohol. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's fair about. So uh, real quick, let's go around and say what our drunk factor is. Uh, Caitlin, we'll start with you. What is your drunk factor this week? Honestly, have had I if I were less tired, I'd be at like a drunk factor three and a half. Yeah. But I'm actually riding a solid five right now because I can't even fucking see straight. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Oh, shit. <laughs> what about you, Matt? Uh, I was also going to say a five. Five? Yeah. Amanda? I'm not sure. Um, the further I sit up like this, because yeah. my back's not hurting, the drunker I'm feeling. Because <laughs> um, the back pain isn't distracting me. So you'll, I'll just have to get back to it in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> like, three quarters away the episode, I'm going to be like, five and point three quarters! <laughs> five and point three quarters. Yeah. Chris, like, what about I'm you? I'm looking at a four, so I'm... Drink more. I don't. Well, you you don't have to worry about that. Let yeah. me make your next drink. I'd say oh, maybe up one. That's a dangerous proposition right there. <laughs> Chris, do you want three quarters of a glass of Jack Daniels <laughs> and a spritz of Coke? Splash <laughs> of Coke. Hey, Chris, you just want to hate yourself a little bit. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let me. You know, actually, yes, I'd like to hate myself just a little bit. Oh. This is usually a lot more. No, I mean, like gone, a little bit more. And we've gone too real. On the rail. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did we get to? Warp factor real. Okay, warp factor. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> Every day at my house, warp factor. This is awkward. All right. So anyway, <laughs> um, moving on. Our episode this week is from Voyager. It's an episode entitled "Death Wish." Yes, yeah, season four episode. No, season two, episode eighteen. Yeah, season two, episode eighteen. With my favorite Janeway. That's right. So go ahead and get that queued up on your Blu-ray or Netflix device. And here in a second, we're going to say three, two, one, engage. When we say engage, hit play, and you'll be more or less in sync with us. And you can watch along while we get drunk. Uh, speaking of getting drunk, what's everybody drinking this week? Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking, in addition to our signature shot this week, which is hypnotic, what we're calling hypnotic Q. It's hypnotic liquor with uh, Sprite. Uh, I'm also drinking Jack and Coke. Ooh, yes. very nice. Caitlin? I am drinking Black Stag... Red... Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. There it is. Uh, Red Stag Black Cherry with a Wild Cherry Pepsi and desperately trying to stay away from the barbecue chips because they're too noisy. <laughs> they're very noisy. Yeah. Amanda, what are you drinking? Uh, the Tears of My Enemies. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yes! Oh, fucking are they delicious? Yeah, they're nice and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you had to up your metalness from last week. <laughs> she did. Metal as fuck. I also like that your enemies apparently cry tears of muscata. Right? <laughs> well, they are very Are your enemies safe. grapes? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are Italian. Oh. Oh. Oh, really? Oh, my. That's not weird. <laughs> Amanda has a whole other life we don't know about here. Apparently. Well, Mm. I've got my favorite Henry's Hard Soda Hard Ginger Ale, along with a side of Mountain Dew and UV Blue. And what did you say that was called? The Matt Killer? The Matt Killer. It's what Chris calls it, apparently. Or the Matt Fucker, I guess. (laughs) Fucks Matt over. (laughs) I wish it were more true. All right. Sadly, I'll take it for what it is. (laughs) Okay, so drinks in hand. Uh, Feel free to drink along at home with us with... um, uh, and uh, we will do a shot during the opening credits, and then another shot whenever it's Matt's turn this week. He'll tell us when we have to drink our second shot. So. Oh, I'm immediately regretting everything. <laughs> Why? Well, the prospect of two shots during this episode. But you know what? 
We do it you all can the do time. It. Matt, got let's this. boldly Matt, go. Matt, make it so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. All right. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Three, two, one, engage. And hey, look, it's a rock. It's, Balls in space. I feel like all three of these episodes start with rocks. <clears throat> and oh, it's a cold day. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kate Mulgrew. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> Wasn't it you, Amanda, who said she was a fucking national treasure? Yes. <laughs> she really is. I don't really like this hairstyle. Well, that's because it's the beginnings. Mm, yeah, she fair. wears this hairstyle. There are shorter hairstyles a lot cuter. She gets mm-hmm. be- more badass as we go on. She's got, like, that little bump in the front, and you're like, what's even going on? <laughs> no, like, right now, she's, like, all start fleet and, like, pre, like, yeah, not pre. Well, I mean, this is her pioneer woman hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, I don't know, pre-television feminism wave, you know? <clears throat> when they're still kind of building up to women, like, actually making decisions. So she's dressed conservatively, and the hair's, you know, mm-hmm. really uh, contained. <clears throat> okay, there was a person inside this comment. Comment. Oh, yeah, this guy. Oh, hey, guess That's what? I'm a Q. startling. <laughs> He's middle manager Q. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I'm not nearly as attractive as our normal Qs. Yeah. That's why I want to die. Oh, shit, those credits came quick. Oh, hey. Oh, to another episode of Drunk Trick. Cheers. 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 Oh. Drunk, 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 drunk. Also, I think this drunk, is the drunk, drunk, drunk. I think drunk, this is the drunk, earliest drunk. episode of uh, Voyager we've watched. I don't think we've watched any episodes with Cass yet, have we? <clears throat> yeah, no, we, we haven't. No, we haven't. Mm-mm. Oh, so how long has it been since you guys watched <clears throat> Voyager? Like in Drunk Trek or in life? In life. Uh, when it first came out on Netflix, I binged the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it since high school. Since I yeah, I haven't watched it. it since it was actually on TV. So I, I recently just finished it, and I gotta be honest. You know, at the end of the series, spoiler alert, when Ooh. that one guy on Earth is all like, "Oh, I'm so excited about Voyager, and I'm all a big fanboy." You know what I mean? Yep, Barkley. Barkley, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, good old Reginald. So Reginald, Reginald Barkley, Barkley. So I genuinely feel like I am him right now because <laughs> I'm so happy to be watching this show again. Yeah, and I show. only finished it like two months ago. I feel like I get to see all my friends again. Yeah, this which says a lot about my life. But there you go. Nearly <laughs> enough, enough credit. I love Voyager. Oh, it's the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I tried starting TNG from the beginning, but the only thing I could do was, oh, it's so stupid. Because the first but, seasons are so terrible. I, mean, I feel strange, but also good. Yeah. I feel like the only, my only, the only issue I really have with the show is that, like, the, the different writers had very different philosophical takes on, yep. like, what the Prime Directive meant and what they could do and what they should be doing. So, like, yeah. <laughs> like some episodes they would go out of their way to avoid doing the Prime, like, uh, <laughs> what's he doing? He's talking to her boobs. Talking to her boobs. You know, would uh, <laughs> go out of their way to, like, avoid, you know, violating the Prime Directive. Other episodes they'd be like, fuck the Prime Directive, you know? Like, yeah. You know, so... <laughs> Wait, Jonathan Franks. Wait, Jonathan Franks is in this episode. Oh my god, I've not seen this episode. In a I long didn't time. remember that at mm-hmm. all. <laughs> who's John? Who's Jonathan Franks? Riker. Like? Riker. Who's Riker? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, okay, I remember. <laughs> ben O'Wyan. You know, what pisses me off about the Q in <sighs> Voyager is like they could just like flip their fingers and they'd be home. Like it's so. <laughs> oh, I know, right? It's such a. They're so dicks. <laughs> also, oh, in no, England, this totally means fuck Neelix. you. Like, I know, right? Rabbit. She's she totally flipping her off when he does that. <laughs> Whoa, what the f- That's why we were that's why I suggested we shut the window. No, it's too hot. Yeah, it's far too hot to shut the far window. Far too hot. <laughs> okay. I don't know what the that continuum. Sound was. Get on it. That was a little girl screaming. Was that it? Or was that a hellmouth opening? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly it was a hellmouth. Clearly. <laughs> also, why, why is this guy like? I mean, I know why Q like Q kind of wore the Starfleet uniform mockingly, but like, why is this guy? Oh, in a oh this is getting a little bit too deep now. Yeah. This is getting real. Mm. <laughs> this Q, by the way, played by Garrett Graham. 
I had to look him up just because I wasn't sure if he was the actor who played the other Q in Deja Q. Mm. But he's not. No. no. <laughs> It'd be great if they could get that same actor back again. But right. <clears throat> Also, if he could just be transported out of it, like, why wouldn't his cute powers let him escape from the comet? That's yeah. It seems weird that like he couldn't get out, but like their mundane transporters could do it. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> Neelix's reaction to that is pretty I much know. my reaction to this whole episode so far. <laughs> So full of yourself. Also, once again, another cube member, another white dude. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, shit. Whoops. Shit, what'd you do? <laughs> does he have, like, does he have, like, Q Alzheimer's? A little bit. All the men on the ship have disappeared? <laughs> it's Why the Last Man Voyager edition. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Wait, is the screaming coming from outside or from the TV? I'm pretty sure it's coming from outside. It's definitely from outside. Doesn't make it less disturbing, <laughs> but it's still coming from outside. It's just little kids playing. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, my neighborhood. I'll never stop being my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful twist to the series that would be if they just get rid of all of the male all actors. The men. <laughs> that would be kind of amazing. Yeah, it would. Have you seen those memes online where they replace all the actors, all the male actors with female actors? No. no. Yeah, they just basically do a cash sheet with pictures, mm-hmm. and they gender swap every character. Hey! 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 <laughs> Pouty. Hey. Hey. Much better haircut. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if his hair is supposed to be longer <sighs> for when he was actually the sheriff of Nottingham. Hmm. Oh, fair. Could be. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, this is their first meeting. Yes. Yes. It is. I forgot about that. I... (laughs) And I think he was actually referencing rumors. There was rumors that there was like Riker was going to lead like a spin-off Star Trek series. Oh. Glad they didn't do that. <laughs> you got me. I was trying to I was trying to do yeah, it. Yeah, that's just me. It's like, oh cute. <laughs> They're all so Remember when we were blinked out of existence? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No, he's pulling the same trick that Q pulled. This guy does look a lot like a middle manager I he used does. to I, uh-huh. I used to have like at a job. He just looks like a middle manager in general. Look yeah. at that face. Yeah, when I worked when I worked at State Farm, there was like a middle manager above me that looked like a dead ringer for this guy. Uh oh. There are no stars outside. Reading the captions. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is this the episode where they like turn the Voyager into a Hallmark ornament? Is oh that, yeah, I think I think that's it. Might yeah, be, I'm actually. sure it is. <laughs> that seems dangerous. That's really advanced reading. I was just saying, like, yeah, your sensors are like calibrated for that shit. It's like, oh, my sensors know a lot. <laughs> it's like the. I'm not gonna bring it up again, but yeah. <laughs> the ship will not survive the formation of the conference. Really, Valana? Really. <laughs> <sighs> Again, I, I, I just I can't get over the fact that he just like like flips you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel it's two fingers salute. 
Wait, are those protons on the view screen gigantic? Yeah. Yeah. giant yeah. Oh, they've been reduced to Okay, that makes way more sense. <laughs> but it kind of looks like they're being attacked by sperm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they only put it on there for a few seconds. <laughs> Dick? (laughs) (laughs) I just guess it. (laughs) Oh, here it is, yeah. (laughs) Yes, they are a Christmas tree ornament. (laughs) Like, this ship is somehow a moving camera? Oh, Ah. that's why. (laughs) Yeah, you can. This is also the year that the Star Trek Voyager Hallmark ornament came out, which looked very much like this prop. Lay it you down. You tell him. Lay it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, for some reason, I thought there was like an outer shot of like him being turned, them, it no. being turned into a Christmas tree ornament. It, it was more subtle than that. <laughs> what is up with all the sexism? <laughs> no, he's always no, been they like do that. that. Oh, but they man. do that clearly through the series, and she keeps knocking him down, and his yeah. respect grows for her yeah. as they go through. I think it, I really appreciate the Q storyline yeah, in yeah. Voyager. Okay. Because he's being sexist, but she's not. Mm-hmm. It, that's yeah. the part that I like the best. She's and left. She's leaving behind the '90s sexism. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and every time he says something, she's rolling her eyes. Rolling, she's yeah, like, yeah. "You are and a you fucking see, idiot." Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like showing. Oh yeah, this is not cool. Well, this yeah, is, yeah. This, this is, is a what real we've been reaction. doing for a long time, but mm-hmm. this is not acceptable. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And he looks like an idiot when he does it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it's telling you you're idiotic when you do that. Uh huh. Fair point. Fair point. I I love Voyager for that reason alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody treats Janeway in a sexist manner, she's like, mm, "Nope, fuck you." <laughs> Just like, "Oh, you're so simple." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> Kate Mulgrew is tired of your bullshit. Right. Already. <laughs> oh, so is Tuvok. Does Tuvok have a little security office? Is that where we are? Yeah, right yeah, now? Mm-hmm. yeah. That's one of the. That's one of the recurring sets you see him in there throughout the series. <laughs> His little security office. I don't think Worf ever got one. No, mm-hmm. no. Well, there Tuvok was no security office staff. on the on the Enterprise. But Odo had definitely had one. Well, yeah. Well, it was a space station. Yeah. So he had his own little like. Oh, wait, security. no, this is just his quarters. No, I think it's his security office. With a couch? No, yeah. this is his quarters, isn't it? This has got to be Tuvok's quarters. It might be his, uh, like a work desk that's super fancy. Okay, the, so uh, to be fair, though, they probably used the same couch for his quarters and his office. Well, for sure. Yeah. Reasonably, they could be actually the same place. <laughs> he just sleeps in his office. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds terrible. So you have omnipotence and eternal life, and you want to die. I, I can't, yeah. can't, can't get behind it. Really? God, if I could live forever, that would be the best. Yeah, yeah but that's well, because you've you have to... always been mortal. You know, that's the one thing you want, which is the opposite of what your so you're saying, life you're, is. You're saying the grass is always greener on the other side yeah, when it comes to mortality. Exactly. Totally. That's and grass I mean, it's always greener on the other side when it comes to anything. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can go like he like. I mean, yeah, he's immortal, and he'll see the universe die. But he can travel back and forth through time at will, so it's not even like he has to. But when he describes it later in the what? episode, they've already done all the traveling, they've already explored everything. They've they've reached a, a state of ennui that there's nothing else to travel. It to. would get yeah. so boring. It would get a little dull if you like, literally had an of all of existence of time. ever. He's been stuck in. May I just over celebrate over over celebrate the first use of the term ennui on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. What? <laughs> right there. 
So do you have any idea what sort of moment you're waiting for us to do our shot there? Nope. <laughs> it's just, it's better to go with it so when you naturally feel it. Waiting, it'll spontaneously come to me. Maybe he'll know it John Delancey's going to gonna show up naked again. We don't know. <laughs> oh, unfortunately. <laughs> That's what we do know because we've seen this no. before. <laughs> so this episode is what, 10 years after the Deja Q episode? Um, oh, I think you're about that. Five episodes? Five years? Ten Let's years? see. It's second second season of Voyager. Voyager is early 2000s. Third Voyager. Third. Voyager started in, like, I want to say 97, 98. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, 99, 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 10 years. So, yeah. Yeah. Why does it matter that I have one more cue? That's what I know everything. That's why I was just going to ask, like, if like, what does it matter if one would be one of them dies? But a cue has never died before. Sorry, this episode is really fresh in my mind, and I was really engaged in it when I watched it. Well, no, you have to be sorry. He's he's, okay. Here, he's making the point of talking about the implications of what the suicide would mean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're doing a shot for two Delanceys. There it is. That's what it is. Double Delancey's. I'm into it. Didn't clink with me. I'm sorry, I didn't clink with you. Yeah, because if Q's never died, they don't know what the repercussions of it would be. (laughs) Maybe the world would would be... Well, that's a good point. It could destroy the universe. Mm Mm-hmm. Was the new era like when they ran out of shit to look at? Maybe. No, it's when they became immortal and could start moving around the way they did. Ah. So they evolved from a lower species. Mm -hmm. As it were. (sighs) I'm not sure how much I, I, I buy into this idea that like Star Trek and Babylon 5 to a greater extent posit that like you know, lower, lower biological mortal species evolve into immortal, almost like energy-based mm-hmm. life forms. Stargate Atlantis did that, too. Yeah. yeah. It's a I mean, isn't it something we all aspire to, though? To be become immortal? Yeah. No? Yeah. You wouldn't well, want to live forever if you got the chance? Who wants I mean, to I live kind of do, but at the same forever. time, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like immortality would change our species in really horrible ways. Oh yeah, well we 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 haven't successfully become humans yet. We're still like we're <laughs> oh, still <bunker>. like fighting <laughs> apes. Why is there no gif of the double face bomb? Right. It should be. <laughs> oh yeah. Of course he does. He's omnipotent. <laughs> That's a great point. So this whole episode... This is like a combination of the episodes Measure of a Man and like a Q episode. I think it's more like... I don't think it's very much like Measure of a Man. Uh, I just... Yeah, I think it is kind of. I, you know, it's 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 a legalese hearing to determine the extent of human rights that a character has. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's like a human right. What suicide? Well, it's, it's a matter of self determination. Yeah. As we saw in episode Always. one this month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's some shady legal ease there. Lips. <laughs> yeah, is he wearing lipstick? That's it what I want to like know. He's wearing like dark lipstick. Q. Uh huh. Definitely. Yeah, I mean this. I mean this is this is where the measure of the man kind of thing comes in. Like, what's it mean to be alive? What's it mean to be sentient? Like. What's it mean to be of a certain species? Mm. 
Like at this point, if I was genuine, I'd be like, "Well, hey, it, I'll, I'll allow it, but only if you send us back to mm-hmm. home." Yeah. Yeah. Like they're in the they're in the presence of two gods, and she's not trying to buy special favors from either of them, which seems strange. Hey! Hey! <laughs> 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 okay, so wait, Riker. Oh, look at that, Riker! Oh, Riker. Look at him already putting the moves on. <laughs> I just realized Riker has been in every Star Trek series except the original series. Oh, yeah, true. Is that Timothy Leary? <laughs> oh, it might be. And Isaac Newton. Yes. Oh, this will be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> But as we oh, know, Ginsburg. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, as we all know, Timothy Leary is dead. No, he's outside, <laughs> looking in. Are you quoting the booty blues at us? A little bit. <laughs> what? what? man? I just like to smirk the record. This is like simple men. <laughs> I'm probably going to be the one, the biggest chance to bone the captain. Hello. <laughs> he is the one who threw that apple at me. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> uh-huh. That guy kind of talks like John McPicard. <laughs> The one who gave me that righteous weed, man. <laughs> what? This is like, I hate, I, I, I love slash hate this sort of science fiction writing where it's like. Oh yeah, the greatest moments in human achievement were totally the result of aliens. Mm. Aliens. <laughs> aliens. <laughs> there would have been no Woodstock, man. <laughs> Colonel Thaddeus right here. Oh. <laughs> Thaddeus. Wait, wait. How do you fuck do you know? Wait, you... <laughs> no. No, you don't know what your your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandpa's name was in the Civil War. Sure you do. Oh, that's a terrible Photoshop job right there. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What, what is William Riker going to like Ancestry dot com on his spare time? <laughs> sure, <laughs> a lot of people have those old relatives that everyone talks about. In, that's like the yeah. only thing passed on from generation to generation. Like, remember when our family was relevant this one time? Uh huh. <laughs> My family still talks about the. Douchebag who went with um, William the Conqueror into Ireland. Really? Yeah. I said my family has nothing like that. I I barely know anything past my great grandparents on either side of my family. Yeah. That's because we're meaningless shits that never amounted to much of anything. <laughs> I know that my great grandpa was like the county sheriff in the 30s, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad, it's fun we record was here we have fun uh, <laughs> that was a good time also okay yes nothing what no yep nope say it nope yep nope yep nope but is it about dicks you, you've 
big floppy wieners. <laughs> That's gonna make no sense to our listener out there, but, oh, but it's, so it's great. <laughs> oh, Piglet, Uh-oh. have you seen my big floppy wieners? <laughs> no! no, you're a monster. <laughs> you I blame the alcohol. Uh huh. Likely excuse. Why are they in this? They're in his prison. They're showing what his prison is like. This is uncomfortably claustrophobic. <laughs> there are too many dicks pressing into me, <laughs> right? <laughs> too many dicks on the dance floor. I mean, that's not a problem for me. <laughs> Anywho, um... <laughs> Oh, not that penal you... system. <laughs> yes, that's right. We've gotten to the point the in penal the system. point in the month where we we giggle at things like penal system. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't we do that at the start of the month? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! What is the double effect? Hmm. This was a pretty progressive thing to talk about in like mm-hmm. 1999. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like this, this was Kevorkian years. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Yep. The, no state had any sort of euthanasia laws at all. Mm-hmm. At Even now, isn't it only Oregon that does? I think it's yeah. Oregon, and California's been talking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. not many. Um, which is sad. I feel like. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm. I'll believe. I totally believe in humane suicide uh-huh. as being a viable option. That For sure. people should be allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tuvok really was just hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um. Also, I believe what's on his plate confirms our, our earlier assessment of Vulcans being vegetarian. Aren't they? They all are. Yeah, they, they all are. I think so, yeah. Have we seen any, like, animals from Vulcan? Or heard about them before? There's a couple. Um, but they're I mean, only mentioned... Well, Vulcans themselves. In well, passing. yeah, but... Unless we're saying that Vulcans are plants. No, I mean... Well, they're not going to be eating other Vulcans. I meant, like, animals that they could turn into food. I've not heard any, any, any Vulcan plant life. Or not plant life. Animal, animal life. Animal life. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna talk about pets or anything. Yeah, but I do. I do believe that Vulcans are vegetarians. I, well, if there's I, no I, other animals, then they would be naturally us. vegetarians. Well, surely there's other animals, though, right? Well, well I know that there's some any. talk of like predators on the planet, hmm. but I don't think it's a a symptom of being uh, of there not being sufficient meat on their planet. I think it's a a result of their choice to go logical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they decided not to eat meat. Yeah, definitely that, but what else would they eat? <laughs> Vulcan tofu. <laughs> <laughs> He's totally into her. Look at that. Look at mm-hmm. that. <laughs> He's just got a thing for Star Trek captains. Starfleet captains. <clears throat> He's just like sassy women. We also like Sassy Picard. Oh, don't call her Kathy. She <laughs> always it. calls her Kathy. And she hates him a little bit more every time. Mm-hmm. A John Luck Pickard? Q Jr. Oh. calls her Aunt Kathy. Yep. yep. Oh, yes, he does. I forgot about that. She gets fed up with his shit real quick. She's fed up with his shit even before he shows up in the episode. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, and here he tries to bribe her. Mm-hmm. Is this where he offers the cinder back mm-hmm. to Earth? Yep. Yep. Did Enjoy move. this still photo of the Earth. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're going to paint it right outside your face. <laughs> <place. laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Rude. Mm-hmm. That's where he makes his mistake with Janeway. Yeah, you can't bribe her. Mm-mm. She's so morally high. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Janeway's the best. I heard they're talking about making a new Star Trek series an anthology series. Really? Really interesting. Which each series has like focus, each season is focused on a different crew, oh. which would be interesting. But yeah. oh, I also really, I kind of like getting to know a crew for like six or seven seasons. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the way people watch shows now, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they sojourning to? The um, continuum. continuum. Mm. Yeah. They're going to the Q continuum itself. I really right up I, the butt. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I remember this as a kid being really disappointed about this. Yeah, with the Q yeah. Continuum. Right. This is why he hates it. It's so f- dull. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Here's a little house out here in the Q Continuum Desert. Remember that one time Ma and Pop put that weird scarecrow up in the front? (laughs) (laughs) That was a great day. (laughs) The old. (laughs) The new. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sweet Mm. Jesus. I'll even have an old dog. Is that dog a Q? Probably. <laughs> that dog has more power in its paw than any of us like, have. Like, you have to wonder. Like, they can assume any form, right? Yeah. So surely that dog is a Q that just oh, likes God. being a dog. If I was a Q, I'd Interesting. be a dog all the time. You'd be a cat, don't lie. Yeah. No, no. I don't think so. I think I'd be a dog. Really? I'm more of a dog person, actually. I'd be a cat. Things I did not know about you, Amanda. Yeah, well, I'm a mystery. <laughs> Wrapped it in an enigma. Covered in a candy-coated shell. <laughs> then the dog. Then the dog. Yep. That's a creepy smile. Apparently there's all of six of us. (laughs) Wow, his lipstick is really strong. It is Mm -hmm. in this lighting, yes. I also feel like John Delancey does really good work with his eyes. Mm -hmm. It motes very well with his eyes. God, what's up with his lips? He's got fuck me lips. He's got big patty fuck me lips. Yeah, he does. Would no, you fuck me? More I'd fuck prominent. Me. They're just like sallow looking. What's sallow? Mean? Gross. Gross. Is this your Oreo? It can lotion? be. If it needs to be, it can be. So loud. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Sorry. <sighs> Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? A it's like rain on your wedding day. It's like omnipotent power with nothing to affect. Uh-huh. It's being That's the what dog. I was say. What's that? It would have rhymed. Oh. Drop down the grass. I'm not good at oh, this. Oh, that lipstick is so intense in this lighting. No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered giving yourself over to absolute pleasure? Oh my god, John, like, (laughs) 90s John Delancey as Frankenfurter would be the best. Uh. (laughs) John Delancey now, not as much. John Delancey and Tim Curry have actually had very similar careers, appearance paths. (laughs) They've aged kind of identically. That's fair. Are you sure they're not the same person? No. They could be. It could be. I've never seen them in the same place at the same time. We're going to have to research this. 
<laughs> Caitlin said with a mouthful of Oreo. <laughs> I needed this Oreo. Shut up. That's okay. <laughs> Aww. Sad kind of cute. cute. There's nothing new. I'm ready to die. I'm ready to die. Oh, that has to be that has to be the the photo for this episode. I for think the I watched that shots. engraved on my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to die. How about you? <laughs> that would be the best. Actually, a plus for making that more creepy than it already. Uh. I feel like that would be like the best possible thing somebody could put their tombstone. <laughs> I'm dead. It's, it's not so bad. Me too, because I don't like to do anything unless I make it seem like it was my decision. Okay. It also just sort of has that um that uh you're fucking you're you play a mind fuck on the person who comes in this mm-hmm. yes <laughs> just reminding like, them that... what about me what do you know crazy dead lady <laughs> everything everything <laughs> yeah yes you're in unitar it's good for you I do remember when this episode, being so fucking excited for this episode when they like did like the next next week previews the week before and yeah. yeah and being so disappointed with how like banal the Q continuum was. That's yeah. the whole point, though. Well, I realize they as, made it, and they also he says they made it look like that so they could understand it, right? Yeah. And and I and I get that now as an adult, but like teenage me was like, oh, I wanted to see what the Q continuum actually looked like. Teenage Chris, I'm stupid. Also, that does remind me quite a bit of Zardoz. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, it's actually a lot like Zardoz. Without Sean Connery in the man thong. Wait, <laughs> what? Or, or, or a giant or a giant floating, <laughs> floating head. Floating head saying that the gun is good, it shoots death, and the penis Wait. is evil, it shoots life. Uh, remember that one what? time when Janeway and Paris <laughs> turned into those lizards I was and had just, babies? I was just talking about this last Janeway night. Was an acid. We oh, brought it up hello. for every single episode. I don't remember ever seeing That's... Janeway in bed before. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> it does happen a lot in her little pink nighty. Yes. Oh my, I don't remember the pink nighty, but that that stocking cap is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I like that her robe is sort of, it's almost like an homage to Picard's robe. Well. Also, I love how when Q shows up unexpectedly in Jean-Luc Picard's bed, we're like, oh, yeah. But when it's Janeway's bed, we all react with horror. Right? Well, let's be honest. It's very different. It's very different implications. <laughs> very different connotations. Very different relationship. Yeah. But I mean, Jean-Luc is as uncomfortable with it as Janeway is. It's yeah, true. but. No. But, but we're us and we're hypocrites. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. He is just as un- he scampers out almost. You know just what? As I think you're right, though. To be fair, the, this is on us, not on the show, because they yeah. do have the same reaction. Yeah. But our reaction is, "Oh my god, she's a woman." It's so much worse. And then we're like, "Oh yeah, I hope they fuck." But <laughs> when you think about the power of the Q, his ability to do something tragic to either one of them is equal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Yeah, we're just terrible people. Well, I mean, I knew that about myself a long time ago. Oh, I didn't say it like it was a revelation. <laughs> Touche. Touche. What the fuck is up with your lips? <laughs> I know, right? He had a new makeup artist this week. Maybe he had a cold sore and they had to cover it up. Yeah. I still need to see Orange is the New Black. I hear Kate Mulgrew is really fantastic in it. She's the best part of the entire fucking show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really liked her in NTSF SD SUV. What? It's is it a web series? It's a show on Comedy Central, or not Comedy Central, Cartoon Network, about um, 
it's like a parody of like NCIS or whatever. Mm. Um, and she plays like the leader of this group of commandos kind of thing. Interesting. She wears an eye patch. It's pretty fantastic. Hmm. <laughs> so is this middle manager going to die? <laughs> Kate Mulgrew will let us know in just a second. On Star Trek SVU. Dung dung. (laughs) (laughs) There are two sides to the criminal justice system in space. (laughs) Uh, Space law and order. Damn, Kate Mulgrew. Dang, where'd they go with this? So there are, so there are the coming. The need of the few outweighs the special needs of the many. Yeah. Or the one. It's like, it's right. like, it's like what Kirk says in Star Trek Episode 3. Doesn't Is he it? say the opposite? No, the opposite, exactly. No, the and... needs of the many outweigh the needs no, of the few. No, that's Spock. That's Spock at the end of Star Trek Episode 2. Uh-huh. And Star Trek Episode 3, when like Kirk risks everything to save Spock, Spock looks at him and he's like, why? And he's like, well, sometimes the needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many. Because they miss their friend. Yeah. And then he pulls out a gun. No, 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 no. This is the best part. Mm-hmm. I love this part. Yeah. <laughs> the mysteries of real life actually kind of suck, so wow. enjoy that cue. <laughs> it's a, it's, yeah, you're, I think you're right, Caitlin. It's a good, it's a good message to end on. It's like I like this. Yeah, I love this this year, this mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Is, but he, he's not in any more episodes after this, is he? No. Keep nope. watching. I have to say, I don't remember the ending of this episode. Oh, shit. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a broken heart? <laughs> oh no, he actually just just decided to do no, it. No, just hemlock. Because he's a philosopher. Mm-hmm. It's like the famous immortal last words of Aristotle: "I drink what?" Huh? It's Plato. <laughs> You're right. You're 100 percent right. The the. <laughs> The quiz student has surpassed the quiz master. <laughs> also, have you ever Robert Picardo's in this episode? Thank God. Oh, Robert what? Picardo. The doctor, he's in this episode finally. Yeah. I love the doctor. Me too. Hey, I, I did it. your lips. (laughs) Hmm. Oh, that lipstick. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like this. This is good. Yeah. I like that Q has always been kind of the rapscallion of the uh, Q continuum. Mm-hmm. 
I, my favorite part about Q is that they actually advance his storyline rather than just letting him be a plot twist. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, mm-hmm. or a quest hook, you know what he I mean? He actually has, yeah. He has uh, an arc. Character arc. He, he has a character arc, and I really appreciate that. All well, right. that's another episode in the bag. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so we'll start with you, Matt, this week. What did you learn? Um... Uh, <clears throat> I learned that we can write the queue to have done whatever the fuck we want them to have done. If that means advancing like human scientific evolution, even though when we meet Q and encounter at Farpoint next week, he's like, Hey, you guys shouldn't be doing all this science stuff that we totally enabled you to do. <laughs> so we invented science. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie. Yeah. Uh, Caitlin, what have you learned? I actually learned a little bit about my own preconceived notions about rape, and I was really surprised. Wow, that's Be- super well, no, cool. like whenever we were talking about Q and getting in the bed with, with Janeway versus getting in the bed with Picard, I didn't realize that I was being sexist. <laughs> so there you go. A serious learning for a serious show. Mm-hmm. Chris, what did you learn? Well, shit, now I'm going to look so crass after that. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I totally learned that Q's fucked a scarecrow once. But <laughs> Oh. Wait, that's what you learned? <laughs> I don't think How do you get that. fucked? He's been a scarecrow. He's been a scarecrow. <laughs> he didn't the say line, he fucked one. The line was, we've all done the scarecrow. It was oh, the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. That's fair. But now that you've done your, your learned... connotation, though, was much different than mine. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'll do this joke you have learned on," and Caitlin comes in with these fucking truth bombs. All, all serious. And <laughs> all these serious truth bombs. And there I am, fucking twelve years old. <laughs> Cute, fuck the scarecrow. <laughs> oh, no. I should be fired from this show, Caitlin. You should take my place. No. <laughs> I'm not nearly no, as funny. You bought all the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and a good portion of the alcohol. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Amanda. Tell you guys the truth. I didn't learn anything because I knew this entire time that Kate fucking Mulgrew just tore that shit up as it should be. Yeah. Yeah. What? She was all over that. All over all those monologues. <laughs> Badass motherfucker. <laughs> just like, hey, look at me. I'm the best. <laughs> well, that does it for another week of Drunk Trek. Hope you had fun. Uh, we'll be back next week. What are, with the encounter at Farpoint, it's, the first, it's our first two-parter. Parts one and two. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, part one will be released next week, and then part two will be released the week after that. So uh, until then, drink long and prosper. Bye. Bye. Bye.